Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I am your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. I'm really excited about today's guest, Amber Powers. And she's got an interesting story um, of note. She's She uh, lives by the mantra minimalist living, but she's going to talk about um, finding your authentic voice, um, healing, healing through emotional trauma, moving on, and flourishing. So, Amber, welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Dr. Christopher. Uh, and I know uh, we had, um, you know, in the green room, we had some audio. You, you talk about, you know, kind of your story, you know, we, we kind of discussed, but, you know, kind of talk about just on the surface and then how it led you to become an influencer. And we'll talk about the healing process later on. Sure. I grew up uh, in a very a place, let's say, um, as it pertains to uh, my faith. And women's voices really weren't heard. Uh, we were more seen than heard, and it was expected that we were to show up in that way. And so um, growing and healing from that trauma um, as an adult, led me to really, it was actually a moment where I lost my mom. She died from pancreatic cancer when she was 50 years old. And she was such a strong personality in my life. And she was a force to be reckoned with. Um, If I didn't show up in a certain kind of way, if I didn't um, adhere to her uh, standards of living, um, I would be shut out. And I had such fear about, you know, losing that relationship really my entire life. But when she passed, Something happened, and I all of a sudden found the freedom to discover who I truly was and what my voice had to say outside of religion and outside of a parental influence, like forcing me to be a certain kind of way. And so that led me to discover really who I was. And then once I discovered who I was, I gradually started feeling the freedom to share my voice. And what I found was the more that, excuse me, I showed up in an authentic way and the more that I stopped being what society wanted me to be or a parental figure wanted me to be, the more people I drew to me that were similar. Um, And I landed my ideal audience through doing that. Mm, I love that. Sounds like uh, you activated the law of attraction. What I love about it is there's, you know, the RAS and then basically it's a filter and then basically yeah. you filtered, which is quite interesting. I think a lot of people go through similar. Uh, I think, you know, I, you know, after talking to, there's emotional trauma everywhere. And um, I think 
earlier generations have a little bit more, but you know, there's different forms, which is quite interesting. So, you know, talk about this, um, you know, the mindset, this idea of mindset work and what, what did you have to, what did like any resources or what did you do with your perspectives, all of that? Yeah, for sure. In 2008, my cousin invited me to attend. It was a weekend long seminar and being raised in a very sheltered home, this seminar introduced me to things I had never heard of, words like intention um, and how intention was much different than hoping or wanting, some, hoping for or wanting something. Those, those words uh, implied inaction as where intention implied action. I began to become familiar with this law of attraction that I had never heard of before and with intention setting. And that was kind of my infancy. That was the milk stage of my spiritual growth. And I'm so grateful for that. And as I grew, I started to read more books like The Secret. And then that evolved into The Four Agreements. And then that evolved into um, Creating Affluence by Deepak Chopra. And I mean, I could go on for days, right, about all of the books that we can get into. Um, But I have become so interested, kind of the eternal student when it comes to quantum mechanics and understanding this quantum world and how it impacts Uh life here with us physically. Um, And so that has been the evolution. It's been just really a seeking journey. Um, A fun story that I like to tell. um, (laughs) I was finishing up my degree in 2000 and not being exposed to any other religions other than Christian, primarily Protestant uh, religions. um, I was finishing up my bachelor's degree And I had one class left to take. And so our counselor came in and he said, okay, this is what you have to wrap up. This is what you have to wrap up. And he came to me and he said, you have a decision. You can take intro to business ethics to get your degree, or you can take intro to world religion. And I was like, well, I kind of know what I'm doing when it comes to ethics. It's either you do it or you don't. And you kind of follow your gut. But world religions, I don't know anything about. And so I, I decided to test out of intro to world religion. And I, I went home and I made these flashcards about what each religion or philosophy believed, their idea of heaven, or if they had an idea of heaven. And I just began to really absorb myself in, in that particular study. And I'll never forget, I looked at my mom, we left, she was helping me study, and we finished. We were headed to a baby shower, and I said, Mom, I don't know if I really believe that Christianity is the only way. We didn't speak for three months afterwards. But I would say maybe that was the moment where I was like, ooh, maybe this, the, the, this, there's more, right? Maybe there's more to all of this. And um, so that particular moment uh, was kind of the, the moment where I learned that maybe it's, it's an expansive experience right? This journey isn't all or nothing uh, one way, but it's an expansion of how how we grow into who we are. The more I, if you study history, there was like the, there was like the Roman Catholics and then became the Protestants. And these were like, there was a bunch of wars. Um, and basically these churches or these whatever, there were symbol, basically you couldn't go against it. And, and then slowly, and they, the churches did a lot of bad things, you know, they, we, we don't have to get into it, but you know, they were basically hypocritical. And then, so, and then they basically, 
it's like this whole narrative from everything from the mainstream media, you know, there's this one path and then basically there's this one religion you have to believe in, which I don't believe, you know, now there's talking about like spirituality and uh, what we're talking about is basically energy and, you know, the universe and, and God, and, and it's basically represented in different ways, you know, right. represented a different way than Caucasian, you know, it's, it's basically how you represent, you know, good and good energy and karma. Which is quite interesting because Deepak, you know, when I read this, um, this idea of the quantum field, and I thought that karma, you know, karma is this, you know, basically you do good, you'll get 10x. But then there's actually something called dharma, which is like, dharma, that's yeah. like your destiny. And that's like, yeah. that's even more powerful than karmas, which yeah. is, um, and once you begin to tap into, you know, these, it's really fascinating. And I've always been fascinated with the spiritual world. And, you know, uh, it sounds like you had a, awakening which is interesting so how did you use this awakening and intention to become an ethical i've I've never heard of that ethical influencer talk about that yeah yeah so um to me i think influencing itself is uh maybe developing sort of a negative connotation associated with it and people have kind of a bad taste in their mouth when you mention the word influence and oftentimes that's because what people are promoting, they aren't living. It's that hypocrisy that you spoke of. And it's not just in what they're promoting, but in how they're presenting themselves, right? So we've all seen somebody on TikTok who's trying to dance that really just shouldn't be dancing. And it's not because they're bad. It's not because they're inherently bad at dancing. It's because it's not how they were intended to show up. Maybe you are supposed to use your voice. Maybe you were supposed to act. Maybe you were supposed to dance over here. But instead, what we have is all kinds of people pointing at things and doing all these weird dances that aren't in line with how they actually were intended to show up. How I work with clients is by selecting people who have a very specific, strong story to share and giving them permission to use their voice and really refining that message so that it really hits their intended audience. And what that produces, and I know this because I'm living it, is they get to work with clients who bring them joy and vice versa, right? So everyone enjoys working together. You're in your lane. You're, you're uh, standing in a place of authenticity, and you're drawing exactly who you're supposed to draw to you. And what you get with that is brands who want to work with you who are also aligned. So for me, I'm all about sustainability, minimalist lifestyle. So one of the brands that I would love to work with is Patagonia. That makes sense for my brand. Instead of just taking, you know, five ten thousand $10,000 from any brand who will pay me, I'm being intentional about selecting brands that align with my core values. And that's how I teach and lead my clients to do as well. Yeah, I love that. I love talking about the law of attraction, which is what you're describing. And, um, you know, your tribe will find you. Talk about um, how to find your authentic voice, you know, through your journey. What did you learn? So um, how I found my authentic voice was through my story. And I think that that's where most people find their authentic voice, right? through the trials that we overcome. Um, I spoke about this earlier today in another call, and it's simply removing yourself from victim status, right? 
instead of why is this happening to me? Asking yourself, what is this trying to teach me? How is this showing up for me? And taking those lessons that each one of these obstacles show up to teach us and saying, what is this trying to teach me? And then taking that lesson and teaching other people as well so that they can grow without having to go through it necessarily. That's the beauty of it. We're teaching people how to hurdle that obstacle before they even come to it. And that, that presents a whole new stage of evolution to everyone uh, as humans. Yeah, I, I love that. And then what are, one, thing, one thing that struck me when talking to you about your story is that um, you had to, at some point you had to abandon and you had to basically go rediscover yourself. You, you basically had to find, you know, what resonated with your values and all that because it sounded like, you know, things were f- forced upon you. And then, um, so how do you, how do you heal? What, what, you know, have you gotten over this trauma? You know, how do you know when you're healed? Um, it's a journey. Um, I think that's the case with most things in life. So one of the things that I did to, to promote healing, kind of start the healing journey is I worked with a shaman and I did some, what, what's called inner landscape work. And so that's delving into the would would call it shadow work, right? We're, we're getting into the, the dark side of us because we're a dichotomy. We are light and we're dark. And so trying to bring those two pieces of ourselves to a point where there's harmony instead of a fight back and forth. So we're bringing the dark into the light and kind of letting them meet each other and cohabitate the same space. So um, I did shamanic work. I did a lot of reading. Um, I went to therapy. Uh, Many different therapists um, have worked with me and each person has been helpful in their own way, depending on where I was in my journey. Yeah, quite interesting. Uh, Shamanic. I have to look into that. um... I've had uh, house cleansing through a shaman, yeah. and it's actually been quite remarkable, their abilities. Um, and uh, another great resource is talking about this uh, body keeps a score, um, where it's basically different parts of your body um, store those emotional mm-hmm. traumas. You know, getting Reiki sessions, sometimes they'll, yeah. they'll say, oh, you've got um, unresolved issues, you know, in, in What's interesting is like you didn't even know it until they pointed out, um, which is uh, really fascinating. Um, what's different about your process compared to others who help people with their messaging? And I know you're very passionate about helping women. Yeah. So for me, I my approach is um, very intuitive. Um, one of my one of my purposes, I truly believe, is to demystify the mystical, to make it more approachable. I think that. Um, by and large, communities of people have have placed labels on mysticism that makes it feel scary. And it's not scary. It's science. Um, and just as we have evolved as humans, what is now considered medicine was once considered witchcraft. And so just, you know, removing the labels and, and laying it out for what it is for people and being attuned, I think, is, is my edge being attuned to the information that I have within myself and helping guide other women to that knowledge as well. Yeah, I love that. How can people contact you, check you out, uh, you know, check out your work and so on? Sure. Yeah. 
So um, for people who are on Instagram, you can find me at Amber Powers like Austin. So Amber K Powers. And then um, on Facebook, you can find me. I lead a group of 35,000 women business owners globally. The name of that Facebook group is Women Business Owners Supporting Women Business Owners. So it's just us lifting each other up. Yeah, I love that. And uh, with that, uh, thanks so much for sharing your story and, you know, really talking about spirituality, healing, and uh, all of Amber's resources will be in links and show notes. And thanks so much for coming out to the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Christopher. I appreciate it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful inspirational motivational piece again if you wherever you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week